this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. Today, we have a bondage game, something to explore in this podcast episode. But let's talk first about the disinhibition hypothesis. Are you familiar with it? Basically, the disinhibition hypothesis, it predicts that power frees people. It allows those fetishes to run wild, um, increasing the S&M thoughts in everyone. Although, it proposes that for guys, it's a masochistic thoughts. Those are the ones that find room to fly. And for women, you guessed it, it's the sadistic ones. It's that typical stereotype of the male CEO of some um, beige and blue company that finds release on the weekends by getting his ass banked by some lovely woman. Any truth in that for you? Men who didn't want to be in charge were less interested in sadism when they had more power. But men who wanted to be in charge were definitely more interested in sadism when they had that power. This pattern is suggests that men felt free to take on the role that suited them personally. Not the one that suited the so-called masculine ideal. This is where the findings most strongly support the hypothesis, and they challenge that playing out hypothesis. Powerful men are not enacting their typical roles of domination, but tapping into a buried interest in submission that basically clashes with societal expectations. But here is another twist. They found that an individual's real-world power that wasn't great at determining their fantasy preferences compared to stuff like age and gender and uh, being motivated by social dominance. Social dominance predicts arousal to sadistic thoughts in both men and women, but for women, social dominance predicted greater enjoyment in submission fantasies. Now, I am not sitting here (laughs) to make some big confession to you. This is why it's actually this particular study and comparing this research was interesting to me. Because this conflict, and I definitely see it as a conflict, it exists because one group defines submission fantasies and the whole sadomasochistic idea, torture, humiliation, and so on, okay? The other group, they define submission um, by using the story of someone overtaken by a passionate partner. Does that sound familiar? I know many of you have indulged in the latest Sabriel session. If you also picked up the slap, you'll likely get the idea that other research holds up. 
Socially dominant women enjoy being sexually irresistible to an equally dominant partner, but don't want to be humiliated in the bedroom. <laughs> but they do get a kick out of humiliating others. Now, do I want an equally dominant partner? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> that might mean I have to start doing chores. So, SM school is done for today. Let's move on. This is a bondage game spoken by Ellsworth. Let's play a little game. This game requires that you have some private time, so if that isn't the case at this moment, if you've been listening so far on the subway or in line at a subway, then pause this. Get yourself a cookie with your sandwich, um, the rainbow one, if they have it, and come back to play later. Okay, ready? Good. You can be on the bed, but the floor is likely better, more stable, and you're going to adopt the present, present, position. You really, really should know this by now, but let me show you the basics. Kneeling with your knees wide apart. Sit back on your heels. Got it so far? Kneeling, knees wide apart, and sitting back on your heels. Put the backs of your hands on your thighs and your palms open. Now lower your eyes. Good. I'm going to practice a knot. A really simple knot. I'm going to use two lengths of red cord to tie this knot. First, it's going to be your right leg your right hand. Feel the cord being passed under your upper leg, near where it's folded up to your ankle. It's doubled over, and I'll pull it through, around, over, and I'll tuck it up closer to your knee, slowly. I'm going to do this five times, and each time I'm going to wrap this doubled length of cord over your wrist, pulling it closer, tighter, into your thigh. This is the second time, under, now and over leaving four strands wrapped around you. Breathe in deep to three, four, and out. Good. Relax into a comfortable, slow rhythm of breathing like you love to do for me. You're safe here. This is fun and you're letting me practice, right? Then the third time, 
pulled through near your ankle, tugged up closer to your knee, leaving two more passes. Then the fourth time, feeling my fingers now, lining up each of the eight loops of cord so they form one tight block, compressing you, gripping you firmly, not sharply. Then the final time, around once more, feel me twist the ends of the cords together, loop them around each other, knowing that I'm nodding. Perfect. Oh, but not finished. Let's start again on the left. And you know how it goes. So once through, beneath your thigh, above your ankle, pulled up to between your knee, and then around once makes two cords. Around twice makes four cords and three passes left, which pass as quick as long, slow, deep breaths. The cords dressed in neat rows side by side. My fingers glide now, smoothly, deftly passing through the last time, matching the tension of left and right, so it's not too tight just right. And then the bite. And two loose ends become fast friends. Good boy. You're stuck, aren't you? On your knees. I like it a lot. So, this simple tie, it isn't very, very strong. To tie wrist to calves this way, you normally use the rope to cinch itself around both limbs. A two-column tie, we call it. I expect you to escape, in fact. Oh, does that surprise you? That I expect you to escape. Because you're held here by these cords, these thin red cords, only as much as you're willing to be held. To not struggle. And with a short time wiggling, testing them, you will slip free. And just the same, you are held here by words. My words. And those words are also something that you can choose to struggle against. So I'm going to let some music play, and when the music ends, you will be free of the red cords, and my suggestion that you stay where you are. But I want you to continue to be on your knees. I want you to continue to present yourself to me, sitting on your heels, palms open. And in the meantime, you can wiggle, you can test the cords, 
my words as much as you like. At this moment, right now, you can be completely free of the red cords around your wrist and thighs. I hope you enjoyed this game. It's just a little taster of something else to come. No matter the result, you should feel pride in yourself. You should feel it pour over you.
Now, if you enjoyed this little bondage game and you'd like to have it to repeat anytime without the podcast intro and without this particular outro, you can go over to the spokenbyelswith.com website and download it. It's available there as a little standalone session along with the other podcast sessions that you've listened to, all of them available over there without the intros and without the outros. 